0: Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff.
1: This last week has been pretty exciting for us in a lot of ways. A week ago, exactly, we were in Colwich at Colwich Elementary where they are doing redesign. They're not talking about it. They're actually doing it. They had all of the teachers working together.
2: Yeah. Um, Katie Perez from here at ESDAC was over there leading them through exercises and the whole redesign process. A lot of teachers excited about it over there. Um, one of them who hopefully we'll get to go see is actually kind of already stepping ahead. It looked like in her class, she had a really cool classroom. Hopefully we'll get to go over there, do a destination adventure with her
1: and then we also got to go to halstead high school this week and we meet up with tj warsnack and eric shooty where we got to participate in the middle east wing challenge that
2: was so much fun shout out to buffalo wild wings uh, they said they had this idea and walked into the one on Mays road Maze road and the manager said if it's for education absolutely so Shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings for setting that up for him and getting them going on that. It was such a cool event for the kids.
1: Just wait and see. We have video footage to showcase when yep. we do that feature on Destination adventure.
2: Yep. So that's just a few things we've been up to. But for this episode, we had an opportunity to go back and visit with one of our favorite people.
1: Oh, easily. <laughs> He's so easy to talk to. We addressed the issue of the student walkout this week. We got his take on that. And then we also heard about his trip. He's taking with 130 some students to students. Washington, D.C.
2: Washington, D.C. for a concert out in front of the Lincoln Memorial. They're doing a lot of other cool things. And what struck me is he said he had the history teacher come in. By the way, we're talking about... I guess we got to say who we're talking Eric Standbaugh. about. Eric Stanbaugh. Eric Stanbaugh, director of bands at uh, Bueller High School. But what a way to collaborate with another class. You probably would have never thought band and history would go together. But here he said he had the history teacher come in and talk to his students about some of the things they are going to see there. And I think that's just an awesome way to show where education is headed and how you might not think about it, but you can collaborate with another teacher.
1: It's about the whole scheme of school and tying all of them. I mean, it's about civic engagement. It's about the community. It's about the students and it's about them being culturally aware. And that's one of the things that they're focusing on because that is so important for the whole child, for each one.
2: Yes, and Eric mentions that about... A complete student, and that's a big deal over there at, in Buehler, uh, building a complete student and out to the world. So without further ado, let's get to our interview we had with Eric Samba. Uh So Jamie, podcast number two? Yes,
1: in and the books with Eric Samba. We've already done an adventure about him and his
2: band, yes, and epi- his marching band. Episode one, Destination Adventure. So Eric, how are things going?
0: Great. Uh, it's busy as ever, but uh, usually when you're busy, you stay on task a little bit, you know?
2: Very cool. Uh, we brought you in because I know you have a big trip coming up. Kind of want to reconnect about band, but being a high school teacher and recording recording this on the 13th, tomorrow is the 14th. Um, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind commenting, if you're comfortable, about the walkout that's supposed to take place tomorrow. Is is that the right track Is um, to get or should we be more talking about it in groups?
0: Well, I think it's good that there is now more conversation about the topic. I, I know that the concern is um, with kids. Uh, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. No opinion is right or wrong. I think, you know, the kids do have the right to uh, to voice their opinion and embrace their opinion with however they want to do that. With that said, I think sometimes when when we when we strongly suggest our, our views by walking out it kind of eliminates solving the problem. Um, I think kids can do it in another fashion, like embracing kids that they normally don't talk to. Go interact with somebody that's out of the norm, and you might um, create a situation in which you have made that kid's day that once was, had, bad thoughts or maybe had some ill will to people and it all it takes is one person to make a positive impact on a kid to directly change a path of, of, of destructive behaviors. Um, at the same time, Bueller's got a good thing going on here. They're giving kids the opportunity at 10 o'clock tomorrow Um, To take 20 minutes out of their day to go in the auditorium and whether that is um, to silently sit and and think about the travesty that happened in Florida or if that is to uh, pray, um, they can do that. So I was pleased that our our administration and our our school was open to that idea versus maybe kids possibly, you know, doing the other. But um, I think when kids get involved, more people listen um, I mean, of course with our kids is we, uh, we come with a very, um, we live in a society where, um, kids are behind their phones more often than ever. And then what we tell our kids is to hush, don't say anything when they do talk and when they do are, are passionate about something. So I, I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, I hope this can, can be solved not only at a district, but state as well as, you know, Worldwide, I I, I question why there are more shootings than ever, but at the same time, I I don't think it's necessarily a gun issue. I also think it's a, it's a mental health thing. It's also a a matter of people treating each other with the utmost respect and living by the golden rule and, and admiring what everybody does instead of downgrading what people do.
2: Wow. I think that answer shows why, why your band is, is. Where it is today when you go to contests and everything, wow, that was great.
1: yes, and say so you you give the students the respect that they need and deserve,
0: Yeah. okay, absolutely. I and mean, kids are kids are young adults um, uh, we don't give them as much credit as they sometimes deserve. They're incredibly intelligent individuals that are our future, so the minute we treat them like uh, a person in good standing, the minute they're going to return into their favor right back.
2: Wow, nice okay so thanks for answering that for us
0: sure no problem
2: um back to band uh i i have to ask after the marching band season and what we saw because we saw um you know opera singers mm-hmm. and um violins depends what part of the country you're from i guess it could be a fiddle but there are violins or fiddles and was there even a harp maybe um, or was i too tired or something,
0: maybe those, all those (laughs) songs were created, whether they were over the synthesizer or or on the field, you bet.
2: Um, and marching bands come a long way since we were in school, a couple former former woodwind players here. Uh, Is this just the evolution? Is there a certain point where being people are going to say, you know, where's the marching or are we headed towards more, more show?
0: You know that's a great question. the The problem is, is I think it's going to come full circle. Um, I think we're going through a phase that when we are embraced with technology, people want to use it all the time. So you're going to be noticing a lot of uh, things revolutionize in the in the coming years, whether it's through instruments, through the electronic keyboard, through sound. Um, uh, there there are that are taking things to the next level. The challenge as a teacher is to embrace what you find most important and value the most. And I think if you do a balance of both, that, that you understand that it's a band that is marching and, and, and treat it that way, um, plus create great music without doing too much frill, the better you are. At the same time, if you go to competition. If you don't do a little bit more frill, you won't be rewarded for it so it's a it's a catch-22 um and i feel like we're at that point where we've got to know when to give a little bit more or take a little bit away because ultimately we can't keep up with it in I mean, where we live and keep up with the joneses within communities that have more um how should you say Um, more resources to make some of those new revolutionary ideas and sounds, and not to mention the resources and the people to help them out to do that. So uh, I don't know if I answered your question. I think I like the balance of what we're at right now. I don't know if we can stretch it any further. Mm -hmm. Um, At the same time, what we're doing is keeping up with those people. So we're just going to stay with status quo.
2: Nice. I guess I've watched Drumline too much. We're at the end of the end of the show, you know, they're at the competition and what's the, the, they bring the guest artist out, the rapper, whatever, you know, to perform with the band and don't get me wrong. Like I said, you got a couple of former woodwinds here back when we were in school. Um, you know, all the brass got, got the glory with the solos and stuff. So right. No, I think it's that's great. True. It felt that
1: way, but I I, I was fine with my role. Yeah. I'm a Behind the scenes anyways. <laughs>
2: So, concert band season here, but you guys are taking a little, uh, I don't want to say respite, but, but a little extended vacation maybe on spring break here, taking a big
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, this will be our first concert band trip in almost seven years. We took one in Chicago, um, but this uh, one, uh, we are going to be performing in front of Lincoln Memorial. Um, we're going to play a variety of patriotic and American tunes uh, for the public. It's just an open concert. Um, The kids will be performing in front of Lincoln Memorial and about a 20 to 30 minute concert. And then the majority of the trip, we're going to be, uh, you know, most of our kids um, have never flown on a plane. And so they're going to get the experience of traveling beyond the state. And then uh, not to mention to uh, take in the cultural, you know, awe of Washington, D.C. We've got a variety of things planned for them. We're going to go to the Holocaust Museum. We're going to go to all the Smithsonian's. We're going to see the changing of the guard at the the Arlington Cemetery. Um, We got approved, which doesn't happen very often, um, to go to the uh, White House and take a tour of the White House, in addition to possibly meeting Senator Moran um, with that guided tour. Uh, we're also going to take a dinner uh, dinner cruise on the Potomac on which the kids will eat, and then they'll have a DJ and, and dance while they're there. And then uh, one of the final nights, we're going to go to a Washington Capitals hockey game. So we're throwing a lot of things at them. Um, so when they get back, they're on fire to finish out the last nine weeks of school, if you know what I mean.
1: So that's a whole cultural experience. You're throwing history in. You're throwing baseball in. You're throwing – the White House, at them. And I have a few questions. How did you make this happen to begin with?
0: Well, um, Laura Dick, who is um, one of our uh, school board members, um, she used to be our band uh, board president. She's been running our, um, uh, our band trips for the last, I say, about 12 years. And usually what I, what I do is, is that her and I just brainstorm, okay, first of all, is it going to be a marching band trip or a concert band trip? Okay, wh- where are you thinking? What are your top three locations? And in those top three locations, what do you want to do? Then we talk about price. We, we talk about what's realistic um, the only change that has happened this year was is the last three yes last three trips we have we have driven those 12 to 16 hours and this was the one trip I said hey let's make this happen on the, on a plane um, as you know, Travel is not cheap, especially when you go out of Wichita, but, um, we made a, I would say a reasonable trip, uh, that a kid could fundraise for. We put enough fundraisers at them that if they are willing, they will be able to do that.
1: So how do you choreograph this? Because there's a lot of pieces and parts, just like in your band, what it takes to make all this happen, to make the flight arrangements, to make any travel arrangements, to have a, a venue set up that you're going to play at there's so sure. many things
0: well there's 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 a couple of things is that we go through a company that um also uh, laura's in charge but she also goes to a company that deals with high school bands that come and perform at dc all the time so they are aware of the um the protocol that goes along with that uh, with that said a lot of people don't think about the little logistics, like um, how are you going to get chairs and stands? Uh, are you, do, do, do you, how are you getting the instruments there? You know, so the thing that most people don't know is that we're having to pay a company to deliver chairs and stands at a high price. And then we're having two parents, the Cell family uh, drive a U-Haul all the way out there to bring our instruments um, because getting the instruments on a plane would be a logistical nightmare because of all the, protocol that goes along with that as well. Um, Some other things that you don't think about is, is IDs, kids getting on the plane for the first time. They've never done check-in. They've never had to go through security. Um, So those are the things that we've been trying to educate our kids about. Not to mention is when you get ready for a Washington DC performance, it's also different music than is with our music that we're working on for contest. So we've had to do extra rehearsals behind the scenes to get them prepared for that actual performance.
1: I just can't imagine everything that you've had to plan out in the responsibility. How many adults did you have to put into place to take 130 students?
0: Well, we roughly have eight to 10 sponsors. And then we've got some, also some parents that are just going to have a vacation. Um, I, 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 talked to a lot of our parents about willing to help sponsor and we got 10 great parents that are uh going to go above and beyond the call of duty just basically making sure that the kids are totally aware of what's to come every day do bed checks um putting kids in good situations so they make good decisions and that and that um also to make them culturally aware of what the magnitude of the things that they're going to see that day. That way they can also, the kids can get mentally prepared. Is this going to be a fun day or is this going to be a kind of a serious day?
1: Because it's and that's
0: to- what, Go yeah.
1: No, this is very different. And I mean, the culture of Washington DC is much different than the culture of Bueller and the expectations as to how it's okay in Bueller, but you probably need to.
0: Yeah. Don't wonder from the pack. and And more importantly, don't necessarily, Um, voice your opinions too loud. Uh, We've talked about um, with kids, no matter what, what your thoughts and beliefs are, there are people watching and uh, there is no room for error um, when you go to these places, especially the White House, Um, Arlington Cemetery on the changing of the guard, We've talked about the the significance and and the sensitivity that is going on that and how awe inspiring it is to watch something of that magnitude, and to totally embrace it and not talk about it, just sit and watch. Um, so, you know, I think our, our kids are pretty pretty. Pretty intelligent in the fact that when the moment will arise, they're gonna understand what is needed at that point in time. I mean, that's why we have the ice hockey game so they can let loose. That's why we have the DJ and the dinner crews so they can let loose. Um, But You know, I mean, we've, we've had so many talks about it and, you know, sometimes when, you know, I have very, very pointed discussions on what's accepted and what's not. And I think when you set those parameters right from the get go, um, then hopefully you're set up for success.
1: What are some of their questions they've asked you about the trip? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you know, you, you you would like to say uh, what is actually in the Smithsonian? What what is in the National History Museum? That's not usually the question mark. They're usually asking, <laughs> because they're kids. What what is a an appropriate size bag to take on the plane? Uh, <laughs> can I can I take my large hairspray? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, w- w- what What kind of clothes can I wear? You know, I mean, things that teenagers worry about. Um, but, you know, a lot of our kids have done some time on their own. We ad- actually had Mr. Deichler, who is one of our history teachers, come in and speak to the kids about um, some of the historical landmarks that they're going to be seeing. So we set up them up um as, as a history class to the kids, what they were seeing. So they were kind of aware and usually the smart kids already been on the websites and checked it out, you know? Um, but, uh, we will certainly daily talk to them exactly what they're going to be seeing. And they've had the itinerary and you should see there's 20 kids that are always up on the, on the dry erase board to check out the, the itinerary, just to go over it one last time. So they're excited.
2: Cool. Two last questions for you. Sure. Uh, number one, you're, pretty selfless. Uh, you're always giving to your kids. Have you been to Washington DC and is, or is this going to be your first experience for some of this as well?
0: This, this will be my, uh, fourth trip. I, when I was a senior in high school, I was in the John Phillips Susan national high school band that played at George Washington university. So I got to experience it as a student. Um, My parents took me as a 16 year old kid that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to be there. And then I went as an adult with my own two kids, just not two years ago. And every experience I've taken something different from it and a greater appreciation for it. So I've, yes, I've, I've been there many a times and, and every time's a, a new experience.
2: Nice. And then my last one, this is kind of selfish on us and we can get you one. another. We can get you one if you need it. Um, would you be up for taking our little destination adventure sign? We sent you and taking a selfie in front of someplace.
0: Sure. I can do that.
2: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we totally didn't steal that from some female who runs
1: popular Right. <laughs> Talk show.
2: <Yeah>. no. <laughs> never well eric i know you're busy uh thanks for taking the time out to talk to us
0: sure well thanks for having me guys it's always a pleasure you sure
1: like to reconnect after you get back some reflections from you and maybe snag a few students
2: yep you betcha we can make that happen all right well you guys have a safe and enjoyable trip and we look forward to talking to you again sometime
0: thanks guys see ya all
1: right well welcome back i hope you enjoyed eric stambaugh and Everything he had to say about their upcoming trip and their focus on education while they're
2: there. That was fun. Uh, next week on Adventure Cast, we get to talk to Jay Scott and Tammy Mitchell from KSDE about school redesign and their work with the Mercury 7 schools, as well as hopefully um, we'll get to talk to one of the schools actually in the process of doing that that they've recommended. So be looking for that. And on Destination Adventure,
1: we're going to visit with Nest City, where you're going to meet Bruce Beethy and how he is doing math this year.
2: So be looking for those on upcoming episodes of Destination Adventure and Adventure Cast.